Hi, and welcome to the Magnetical You podcast. I'm your host and intuitive life coach, Madison Arnholt. This podcast is here to help you access the intuitive wisdom and peace within you so you can live with more freedom, flow, joy, and alignment in your everyday life. Hi, and welcome back to the Magnetical You podcast. Today, I'm recording an episode all about trusting your creative flow and divine timing and specifically in relation to how I built But First Exhale, my new meditation app in two months. And it just was the most incredible, (laughs) easeful flow. Like I really feel like I built an app without trying. And I don't say that like, oh my God, I'm so glad I built an app um, without trying, but more so to say the the message is really not like, how do you do something so perfect without efforting at all? And more so, how do you allow what really wants to come through you uniquely through you and the timing for you and in your life? (laughs) So um, I wanted to share how it all unfolded because it was just such a beautiful journey, so many beautiful lessons along the way. And there was just this incredible flow of creativity guiding me. And when it, when things kind of like, weren't really seeming like they were going to work out, just trusting the process and trusting my intuition. And it just kept flowing so beautifully each step of the way. So we'll rewind back to summer, 2021. Trevor and I were living as nomads for five months. We left Dallas, put all our stuff in storage and decided to travel for five months while kind of like working and traveling. Um, and we were in Miami and I was on our balcony in Miami one day and I was doing this Pilates app and it was great. And I loved it. And while I was doing the app, I had this spark, this creative impulse of, Oh my gosh, I could make a meditation app where it's like the same kind of idea where there's like a library of sessions, but instead of being Pilates, it's meditation. And I had this Google doc of meditations, um, from different people and from YouTube and all this stuff that I would use for myself. And I didn't like that. I'm like, this is scattered. I don't trust these ones on YouTube. And then you, you know, you try a new one and it's either not good or you like it. And then you have to remember to come back to it. And it was just like, I didn't like that. And I was like, I want a place where I can go meditate, where I know all the meditations are amazing. It's organized. I can like save my favorites. So I had already had that desire you could say in the background. And then boom, that day on the balcony in Miami, I had the idea to start what, what, uh, used to be ritual queen. It's now called, but first exhale. So it was ritual queen then. And I built a basically meditation membership or meditation library on Kajabi and hosted it there for two years. Um, and I, I researched multiple times over those two years about turning it into an app. Even actually when I started it, I wasn't originally going to do it on Kajabi and it just didn't flow. It was I couldn't figure out how to do it, where to start everything. I found that like that I felt like I could take the next step. It was just really, really, um, a lot of money to invest. And that just didn't feel right at the time. 
And so I wanted the app for literally two years, not obsessing over it, not stalking it, but it's just like, yeah, I, I would like this to be an app. Um, and then June of this year, so 2023, um, it's now August, um, as I'm recording this, the end of August, but that's besides the point. So June of this year, um, I felt called to look into turning it into an app again. And I, it was, it's kind of funny because I started creating the branding immediately. So it's almost like, I guess in my intuition, there was no question that I was creating the app. It's kind of funny. I actually didn't realize that part of the story, but now I'm like, wow, that's so interesting. It's like, I guess I just, it was, it was almost like it was decided for me. So I ended up creating the new branding in like a day and just having that like whole creative spark, um, come through. And I had a feeling that ritual queen wouldn't be the forever name, but I didn't know the new name yet. So I just left it alone. And that is such a beautiful lesson to kind of throw in here is like, when you don't know, see what happens when you wait. Oh, there's been so many times where my, I don't know. And then my mind wants really hard to try to figure it out and brainstorm it and push hard and like get to the answer and like logic its way to the answer. But oftentimes that just leaves you like spinning and more stressed and with no solution and farther from uh, clarity. And so often I found that when you'll know, when you know, when you know, so if you don't know, it's either because there's an emotion blocking it, which you need like you know you don't need to but like you can release that and then more clarity will probably come or it's just not time yet so i knew that i didn't know the new name for ritual queen so i just left it alone and trust it i'll know when i know when i know so i um talked to my mom and I told her I'm making this app. I don't think it's going to be called ritual queen anymore. And she said, she's like, yeah, you got to get rid of the name ritual queen. And something about hearing her say that like reflected back to me, my intuition so clearly. I was like, yep, the name is changing. I know it is. Um, so then, but first exhale came to me a few days later and I love the name. The reason it's called, but first exhale is because, well, it's just a cute title, but exhale specifically instead of inhale is because when the mind holds a thought, it holds the breath. And also when the mind is repressing or holding in emotions, it holds the breath. So through the, through the exhale, we can connect into our intuition and our inner wisdom. And through the exhale, we can keep our emotions from getting stuck and trapped in the body. And those are, you know, two huge pieces of what birth, but first exhale is all about is tuning into our inner wisdom and then releasing any stuck energy emotions, blocking that so that we can live in alignment with our intuition and with so much more inner peace and presence and groundedness and joy and all the things. Um, so I tried a few different platforms and I went on a bunch of calls with the experts from these platforms and none of them were just quite right. Like I would get to, to basically like, okay, this is the one. And then, oh, I can't do that one thing. Like one of them couldn't do a subscription model. 
So someone would have to like repurchase a subscription every few months. And I'm like, that's dumb. <laughs> like, no deal breaker. So I was just like trusting the, what felt right. Like it didn't feel right to bend that standard of wanting it to be the monthly or annual subscription option. So after a few weeks of back and forth with different app building platforms and people, um, then I found one that seemed super promising. And there were the, was this team of amazing people um, who had built amazing apps before. I looked at some of their apps. It was great, but it was going to cost $15,000. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I don't have $15,000 in the business right now. So, hmm let's see what we can do about this. So I had a conversation with Trevor, my husband about, about using our personal money, um, to pay to build the app. And he was open to it, but he didn't love the idea. And I, I intuitively wasn't feeling all the way aligned with it either, because I felt like if I spend that much money on developing it, which for me right now feels like a lot to invest from the business, then I'm probably going to feel pressure to make that money back. Or maybe I'll feel indebted to our personal finances. And those two energies of pressure and guilt were already energies that I had very much experienced in our relationship with money and had let go of. And I did not want to put myself in a situation to recreate those feelings. Like, why would I choose that? And I knew I didn't have to choose it. We get to choose. So I was not choosing that. So I was um, a bit defeated um, and disappointed at that point because it felt like I was, everything was like rolling and rolling, 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 rolling. We're driving along and then I hit, boom, there's a dead end. It's like, oh fuck, where do we go now? <laughs> um, so I released those feelings of disappointment that came up. And afterwards I felt like, okay. It's okay. I have options. It's okay if the program stays on Kajabi. It's okay if I wait until I have enough money in the business. It's okay that I don't know how or when or if it's going to work out. And let's just see what happens. So I was able to come back. I go from feeling, you know, defeated and disappointed and like, all right, well, that's it. Fuck to let's see what happens. I'm open. I'm staying open. Let's see what happens. And I'm at peace with no matter what that's, that's essentially what a releasing allows us to come back to is like the, I'm good, no matter what, that is such an incredible, powerful place to, uh, create from because you're free <laughs> no matter what. And there is, um, through that neutrality, we're so much more able to listen and act on our intuition. So the next morning, of course, as I'm more clear, I felt a ping to look one more time for a platform to build the app on. And my, I was literally just letting my inner voice like be on Google and like, tell me where <laughs> to go. And so my inner voice guided me to one that seemed really great. And I was like, okay, let's like look into this. I start clicking around. It's looking really good. I kid you not within a few hours, I'd built an entire rough draft of the app that looked pretty freaking good and was pretty freaking functional. Then I ended up finding this guy who worked with this platform who could help me figure out the technical pieces that like, I just didn't really want to figure out on my own. So I hired him. He was like the most aligned, um, price and aligned person to work with. He was so incredible, so helpful. And in just over a month after 
like, you know, getting the platform, the app was literally done. <laughs> and I've talked to friends who've built um, apps and like lost $50,000 in the process because it was like just a nightmare of a journey. And then it, the app didn't even work at the end. And I've talked to, um, you know, just a lot of people who have had really, really rough experiences <laughs> um, creating apps. And here this was, but literally just flowed right into place. Um, and it was not $15,000, far less than that. And unfolded with so much just flow and ease. And there was a creative, there was like a creative surge driving the whole process. Like I wasn't efforting the building of the app. I wasn't stressing. I wasn't worrying. I wasn't like, all right, I got to work hard and build this app. It was just like from the outside, it probably looked like I was working hard, right? From the outside, I was on my computer many hours a day, creating the branding, creating the meditations, building the back end of the app, all this stuff. Yet I was, did not feel like I was efforting or stressing or working hard at all. There was a creative force, um, moving, literally like moving my body <laughs> for me is kind of what it felt like. Um, and so the app came together. I was, um, and there was just one missing piece, which was the music, which I'll come to in a second. So I, I wasn't ready to quite launch it yet. Cause I needed to figure out the new music that I was going to use. Cause I didn't like the old music and, um, I still hadn't found the music yet. So I was supposed to have the launch party on August 4th and it was getting closer to that date. And I kept feeling like, Oh, like, should I change the date? I don't know. And again, you'll know when you know, when you know, <laughs> So I left it alone because I didn't know, should I change the date? I went to a coffee shop, did some stuff. And then I had this like, boom, realization or clarity, change the date. I'm like, okay. So I following my intuition, I changed the date to August 11th and it was 11 a.m. So it ended up being August 11th, 11 a.m. And as soon as they saw the 11, 11, that was just even more confirmation of like, okay, yes, this is like my intuition saying like, yes, this is the right move. Um, and it just like, uh, felt right to change the date. So with the music, I messaged a few DJs whose music I loved on Instagram. A few of them didn't respond. One of them did respond. Um, and it was in a long story short, it was supposed to be a thousand dollars, but then I found a way to get the music for $99. Um, but by the time I had found a way to get it for less. I had started to feel, I don't know if this is the music. Like when I first found out about it, I was like, okay, yeah, I think this is it. Um, but then I started feeling like, mm, I don't know if this is it. And so I knew intuitively that this wasn't the music, but my mind really wanted the app to be done and really wanted the music to work. So I downloaded it anyways. Um, even though my intuition was guiding me away from it. And then of course I tried the music with the meditations and it just sounds like shit. I'm like, Oh my God, I knew this. I knew, I knew, I knew this wasn't the right music, but I bought it anyways. Um, and I didn't care about the $99, like whatever, but I cared more that I knew I, I went against my intuition, but it was a, an amazing lesson because when you don't listen to your intuition, 
that clarity that comes after and the lesson that comes after is so helpful going forward. So it's like that feeling I had that I knew the music wasn't right. Next time I feel that I'll be more attuned to it, that it is my intuition speaking um, to me. So I ended up getting a refund, even though I didn't even ask for one. <laughs> I just asked to like cancel, you know, the membership. And then they're like, oh, okay, you can have a refund. I was like, okay, cool. Um, so then I was like, okay, back to square fucking one <laughs> with the music. So I ended up going back on another music like platform where you can buy royalty free music that I'd already been on, scoured it, did not find shit. Well, this time I went in so light and clear and open of like, whatever, we'll see what happens with the music at this point. It is what it is. And I was just so open. I found 10 perfect songs. Boom, 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 done. Those are the songs. They're amazing. I love it. And it just like, again, it's like when I let go from the mind control and trusted my intuition, everything flowed, everything worked out better than I could have like forced or, or controlled or predicted. So the app is about to launch on August 11th. It's August 9th at this point, And the app was still in review by iTunes. So the launch party was in two days. I didn't know if the app was going to be ready, but I was at peace with it either way. I was like, okay, I intuitively feel like it's going to be ready. So I'm going to leave it alone until like 24 hours before. And then if I, I'll make a game time decision, if I'm going to like if I need to move the launch party back, but I intuitively felt like, you know what, it's going to work out. There's nothing to even stress about or worry about. So I just didn't. And then of course the app got approved and, and live on the app source, um, 24 hours before (laughs) I was like, of course it did. Of course it did. Um, And then as far as like the branding and the photos went, there were, I wanted um, some photos that would match the new branding and the new colors. And I talked to a photographer about it and my mind really wanted a photographer. It really wanted the perfect pictures. And like this photography just didn't feel right. And it wasn't flowing to work with a photographer. So my intuition, I ended up intuitively feeling like I'm just going to buy a tripod and see if I can take my own. Like, why the fuck not? They turned out great in my humble opinion, and it was so fun and so affordable and just such a blast. And I ended up getting great, um, photos and having so much fun doing it again, didn't force what felt wrong for the mind and just let my intuition, um, guide me. And I feel like there's a theme with all of this. It's like, it's, I'm, I'm kind of like seeing a roads where you're like walking down a road and then something tells you, Oh, turn right. So then you turn right. And then you walking down the road and then it looks like there's a dead end. And instead of like scrambling through the forest or like burning down the trees or like having a panic attack that there's a dead end, it's just like, Hmm, what path will open up next? And then magically another road <laughs> diverges off of the dead end and you just keep walking. And then you accidentally go down one that you kind of felt like you wasn't the right one. You realize that, oh, yep, definitely wasn't the right one. Okay, turn around and what, or not even turn around, but like, okay, now what from here is the open path? And I just kept taking the next open step and the next open step or the next green light, the next green light, the next open door, the next open door. And I love that way of thinking about our intuition is like, 
It often feels like a green light. It often feels like an open door. And if it doesn't, again, there's either resistance or stuck energy or emotions that need to be uh, releasing so that you can take that step without feeling kind of dragged down by the resistance, or it's not the right time. And then the next step or the next open door will present itself. So I feel like a huge part of why this flowed so beautifully one, cause I feels like I was meant to create it, but two, because I, for the most part, really just kept one step at a time, taking the next open door rather than trying to like bang down the doors that my mind thought should be like happening or like push through anything. There was no pushing through anything. It was truly one step at a time, taking the next intuitive action. So I never, besides like maybe a couple little moments here and there felt like I was stressed or efforting along the way. Like it just flowed so smooth and so fast. And it, it really felt like my actions were completely energized by the deeper part of, uh, me. And I just let that guide me. Um, and I just kept flowing with each now what felt right. And it's funny because I was working way more hours in a day than I had in a while, but I never felt tired or drained or like I was working hard. But before that I had been like not even working every day, maybe a couple hours, um, a day or here and there. And that was the flow at that time. And then all of a sudden the flow turned into like 10 hours a day. And I loved that too. And I think that's really important to remember about, uh, trusting in the creative flow and divine, uh, timing is that like, not everything is supposed to look linear or the same every day. Like we're, we don't need to have perfect creativity and inspiration equally proportionately every single day, every single, um, moment. It's like, there can be ebbs, there can be flows. And when we get more in tune with allowing that, the mind hates it because it doesn't like the unknown of, oh my God, well, if I just let myself be not inspired, when will the next inspiration come? I need to force myself to get inspired. It's like, okay, if we actually just like let go and be in the experience we're having the next flow of creativity or inspiration always, um, comes and who's to say that having creativity and inspiration 24 seven is the only way to create amazing things. Like what if we can create just as amazing, if not more amazing things by actually listening to the flow of our energy and our creativity and our inspiration, kind of like it's a river and just letting it, you know, flow when it's flowing and be a little bit more still when it's more still. So if something wasn't flowing along this process, I just let go and I waited for what did want to flow, right? So if it felt like I was at a dead end, instead of turning around or bulldozing through the trees, I just said, okay, well, let's see what happens. And what about my merry time in the meantime? And then the next path, the next step would um, open. And at every step, I kept choosing flow over pushing and forcing and it just made the entire process so, so, unbe- so unbelievable. I, I was like, I, I was shocked. I'm like, who just did that? I don't, I didn't feel like I did it. Um, and one other, a couple other things I wanted to share actually kind of just little lessons um, is that I'm so glad I didn't settle in order to avoid the unknown, right? So with the music, I almost <laughs> settled for something that was like, eh, but it's not quite right because I didn't want the unknown of 
will I find music? When will I find music? Where will it come from? How will I find it? Instead of like just settling to avoid that unknown, I let myself sit in the unknown and open to see what would come next. And then of course the right music comes along. Um, Same thing for that one platform that didn't do subscriptions. Everything was perfect, but then they didn't do subscriptions. So I let go again into the unknown. And I trust, I trusted that I intuitively knew this is not it, which is what led me to the, this is it with the, you know, the right platform. Um, and another important, I don't know if important is the word I'm looking for, but like helpful thing that I found is learning to, and fine tuning to become nimble with pivoting and changing tides. So it's kind of like what I was talking about before. It's like, I was barely working. And then I, all of a sudden the tide shifted and this, the current was moving really fast. So I just went with the current of move really fast, 10 hours a day. But before that, the current was a lot slower. So I was just working with that current and then the current changed. It's like sailing. Um, if you just keep the sail in the exact same position, the whole time you're going to, your boat's going to like tip over. (laughs) It's like, the winds change, the tides change, your energy um, changes. And we need to kind of be able to in the moment work with the energy that is. And so I let the now flow guide me, the now current, the now wind (laughs) guide me each step of the way and all the redirections where I was like, oh, the wind kind of feels like it's not letting me go that way anymore. Well, then it would redirect me to something so much um, better. And then the last little reminder or lesson I wanted to share is that it's not time until it's time, or you'll know when you know, when you know. So like a ripening avocado, nobody wants a rock hard avocado. It's, it's gross. You can't cut it. It's a pain in the ass and it's not even like edible, but nobody wants an overripe avocado either with like brown mold and spots. And that's gross, um, too. And so it's, you know, with our intuition, it's kind of like fine tuning of like, when is the avocado ripe? When is the act, this action ripe? When is this decision ripe to be made? And so I let myself, um, be in the open unknown when the avocados or the decisions or the actions weren't ripe yet, take the actions, make the decisions, take the steps when it did feel like this is ripe and ready. This is a green light. This is an open door. This is it. Um, and I don't know if I had any overripe (laughs) actions in this process. That's kind of a funny one, um, to think about. Um, so yes, it's actions and decisions and things tend to, I've just seen time and time again with myself and so many clients that it just works out so much better when you're willing to wait for the green light wait for the open door, wait for the intuitive. Yes, this is time. This is it. And that's really, it's everything when it comes to being in creative flow and trusting, um, divine timing. And we're, when we're willing to, and able to be more comfortable in that unknown, it opens up so much more potentials and so much more ease and so much more flow. And so in that, um, something also to add is the, the two years leading up to the launching of the app, 
Like I started the membership two years before and it didn't come become an app until two years later, but I never made that wrong or rushed the process. It wasn't ripe until year two to become an app. And the amazing thing is, is in that two years, I was ripening so much. I went through so much. I let go of so much. I learned so much. And all of that perfectly ripened me and set me up even more for this process to be so smooth. It's like when you cut into the ripe avocado, it's like, damn, that shit's smooth. It's because I waited till the avocado um, was ripe. And I wasn't waiting in misery of like, oh, when's the right time coming? It's like that we can release. We can wait in alignment and at peace, or we can wait with uh, resistance. And the waiting with resistance, that can be let go of. So then you don't even feel like you're waiting. You're just living. <laughs> I want to record a podcast on the whole concept of waiting because I yeah, feel like it's been so shifting for me to have um, releasing and new perspectives on that. But anyways, um, so in that two years, it's like, that was the perfect time. That was a perfect divine timing because it set me up to let go of and learn what I needed to, in order to be some, be someone who could truly trust on such an intense level and truly follow my intuition and not have a ton of, uh, resistance and trust the timing and trust the open doors. And so, um, so much of that actually it's kind of like feels a little full circle now. So much of what I learned in those two years, I actually shared, uh, documented and then shared in, but first alignment that, that course, I love it. By the way, if you want to join, you can, um, join the evergreen version and get instant access to all the pre-recorded content. Definitely recommend it. If it feels aligned, um, for you, you can go to madisonarnholt.com slash align. And it's really cool because that, course basically documented and shared everything that led me up to being able to take on such a, to the mind, but not to me, to such a, a big endeavor with so much ease and so much flow and no, no stress, no worries, no resistance. Um, so yeah, that was a really fun episode to share. I hope it was, um, helpful to hear all the little nuggets of wisdom along the way. And of course, check out, but first exhale, if it calls to you, you can download it on, um, in the iPhone store or the Android app store. And then once you download it, you'll just, uh, it'll prompt you. If you click on one of the meditations, it'll prompt you to subscribe and then it will, you'll get a free 14 day trial, whether you choose, you know, the monthly or annual subscription, your first 14 days will be free. You can check it out. Cancel. If you um, don't like it, keep it. If, um, if you do, and you'll get to see how <laughs> to see my, um, creation, um, that came to life because it's very beautiful. And that was something that I wanted to be intentional about with the app. Like there's something about, a beautiful app that makes the whole thing that much more enjoyable. So with that, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day. If you are enjoying this podcast, 
it would mean so much to me if you would be willing to leave a review on iTunes. And if you want to, in your review, leave a question or write a question. Um, that way I can go back through the reviews, look through the questions and potentially answer your question in a future upcoming podcast episode. And I say potentially, cause I'm like, I don't know. I don't like check these reviews. Um, but since I'm saying this, I will set the intention to check on those. And if you ask a question, um, there's a great chance I will answer your question in an upcoming podcast episode. So you can ask anything about intuition, releasing emotions, alignment, um, inner peace, meditation, like even personal questions. Um, so I would love to to support you in response in return <laughs> for you um, leaving a review if you're willing to do that. So. Have an amazing rest of your day and I will see you on the next episode.